Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ. We are so excited to have you joining us today. So for those I don't know, my name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I am founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and we just love putting this radio program on for you every week. It's an absolute blessing, and you guys are in today for such a treat. So I would like to just take this opportunity to thank our incredible ministry sponsors at NEPest.com. They are responsible for uh, uh, this programming and, and helping us to make this programming for you possible. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, make sure you visit NEPest.com. Also, our newest sponsors, I love going there for lunch. They're smoothies, bowls, juices, wraps. They're amazing. Cleanjuice.com. They have locations all over Atlanta. Visit cleanjuice.com. They have their new fall apple menu out, which is delicious. You're going to love it. And last, but certainly not least, my good friend and family caregiving consultant and founder of happyhealthycaregiver.com. Elizabeth has a rich digital platform for the family caregiver. Um, she is a, a speaker. She has a great award-winning podcast. It's amazing. And for many of you who don't know, November is Family Caregiving Month. So today I'm sitting down with my good friend, Elizabeth of happyhealthycaregiver.com. And we're gonna be discussing um, caregiving, the ins and outs of caregiving. You may not even realize you're a caregiver. She and I have had this conversation before, but also what the word of God says about caring for others, kindness and compassion and caring. So whether you are in a place where you're caring for someone who is maybe um, an elder or you're caring for children or you're in that sandwich generation, as Elizabeth calls it, where you're right in between the two, um, we are going to have some great dialogue today. And I hope that you will share and uh, tell a friend. So Elizabeth is uh, a family caregiving advocate, speaker, author. Um, her personal experiences for caring uh, for aging parents with chronic and terminal illness and for a sibling with developmental disabilities inspired her to create Happy Healthy Caregiver. And she did this in 2015. So I'd like to just take a moment to bring Elizabeth in, welcome her here. I'm so glad to have you. Hi. Hey, My, Ashley, I'm delighted to be here. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad to have you. So listen, we've got a lot of ground to cover today. So we're just gonna dive right in because I have some great questions for you. Um, why don't you tell uh, our listeners about your passion for starting Happy Healthy Caregiver and what was one of your biggest motivators when getting started? Well, the motivation for me ultimately was that I just saw a need for it. You know, my husband and I, as you said, were squeezed in the sandwich generation. We were caring for our aging parents. We had two active teenagers. One was in middle school, one was in high school back in 20, 2014, 2015. And we were feeling isolated and overwhelmed. And there, you know, I was wheeling my mom in, you know, my dad had passed away. Mom kind of came, came to live in the Atlanta area. And my husband was caring for his mom who had lung cancer. And we were in the peak of our careers and we were losing our minds, frankly. Uh, yeah. And I was going to healthcare 
providers and wheeling mom in, taking the copious notes there by the hospital beds. And everybody was always kind of sharing, you know, this is what you can do to take better care of your loved one. But I felt like nobody was ever saying, hey, this is probably a lot on you as a family, family caregiver. I didn't even know I was called that. Yeah. And it was exhausting. Yes. Yeah. So that was your biggest motivator for starting Happy Healthy Caregiver then. Tell me how that came about. Like, tell me about your beginning stages and how you realized, hey, there's a need for this. This resource isn't out there. Because I remember you telling me, you again, Elizabeth's a dear friend. She was telling me about her struggles with finding the proper resources. Why don't you tell me about how that motivation came about? Most of those conversations with you had a lot of tears and tomato face and involved. <laughs> um, and you really encouraged me to be vulnerable, Ashley. Like you told me that, you know, through God puts things on us and through adversity, we can help other people. So I had studied broadcast journalism back in my Penn State days and then had not really done that in my career was in IT and strategy. And so I started writing again and it was helping me process everything out um, and really focusing on self-care because what really hit me in the face was I have these three people that we're actively caring for and one of them had passed away and all of them were based on lifestyle choices. So self-care really became my, um, my niche as focusing how we can infuse self-care in our daily lives, not just waiting for the night out and the weekend away, but how can we make it a part of our, of our daily lives? So I, I became a certified caregiving coach because I wanted to learn how to help myself and help other people. I wrote a self-care journal. I started a podcast four years ago called Happy Healthy Caregiver. And then I just started evolving into like, could I do this as a business? Can I really pursue my passion full time? And you are always there, you know, <laughs> lifting me up and saying, you can do this. You can do this. And so I resigned in May and I'm now pursuing my passion full time of helping family caregivers. There are 53 million just in the U.S. alone. Um, so there's plenty of people who need who need the help and encouragement. I have to say, you have done such an incredible job. I mean, uh, I love being there to support you. I, I always tell you, I will always be your biggest cheerleader. I thank God um, for for friends that we can lift each other up and we can support each other in in um, our callings and what it is He has placed on our lives, Elizabeth. But boy, you have a rich community and you've done so much and you've been able to integrate everything together so nicely. So why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the resources that you do offer? I know that your podcast, I think you, you're over 100 episodes recorded now, right? 125. And That's amazing. Yeah, what, I think where I wanted to focus the podcast is, you know, people can have experts on and experts can kind of talk to us about things, but I really wanted to have the people who are living in the trenches that have been through caregiving, they're either currently in it or have been former family caregivers. And I want to extract the practical advice from them on how they coped with the difficult days, how they set boundaries, how they asked for help. And I see that all as part of self-care. Like I think a lot of times we think of it as the physical part, you know, right. eating well and sleeping and, and working out, but there's so much more a part of that. And spiritual self-care is a big part of that. Absolutely. And, you know, some of the greatest, um, you know, I used to care. I shared this with you. I used to care for my grandfather for about four years and he was very sick uh, and I was his full time caregiver and I was very young then. This is this is many years ago. Um, but man, I'll tell you what, that strength that comes from getting along with the Lord, 
from spending time with him. I don't know who it is. Maybe you're listening today and you're in this place where you're like, I'm caregiving for someone that I deeply love and I'm exhausted and I'm worn out and I'm tired. You know, you're not in this alone. And the biggest thing is that caregiving, to give care. The word of God talks so much about kindness and compassion and caring, right? I love um, 1 Timothy, and I'm going to ask you some of your favorite scriptures, Elizabeth, but I love 1 Timothy 5.8, and it is a powerful scripture. It says, anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for those from their own household, has denied the truth and is worse than an unbeliever. And, you know, I, I love sometimes that just the, the tell it like it is <laughs> scriptures like that. They are sometimes they hit you in the gut, right? But we are called to love. We are called to care and to give care for others. And the way that you've created this community, I've been able to watch it just grow and grow and grow. I'm so proud of you. And I love um, what you're doing. And I'm excited because whoever this is that's caring for somebody today, you've got to go check out healthy, uh, healthyhappycaregiver.com because you are not alone. And I think the biggest thing is God always gives us um, people and friendships and, and resources to get through what it is we're going through. And one of my favorite sayings is we can do hard things, right, Elizabeth? We can. Yes. You may be in a hard place and it it's not, I'm not taking away from that in any way. Um, but why don't you share before we go to break uh, one or two of your favorite scriptures when it comes to um, caring? Sure. Well, I have um, one related to caregiving, one related to self-care, and then a business one if we have time for it. But caregiving, uh, you know, a lot of times what helped me cope was it's one day at a time. And so I love Matthew 6, verse 34. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, yep. which is so true, because if you start thinking too far ahead, and I know I was a control freak, I felt like I needed to have the reins on everything and caregiving taught me that I really don't have a lot of control and that I needed to let go and just take yeah. a breath and face things one day at a time. Um, and then my self-care quote, I would say is, is about giving us permission to rest. And so Matthew 11 verse 28 says, come to me, all you are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. So it gives us permission to, yeah. to infuse some self-care and that gives us instruction on how to do it. Come to him. So I yes. love that. Yes. And Jesus is so good. He is so good to give us that very, very timely rest. And, you know, as you were talking about how you were so stressed in your journey, in the beginning of your journey, and there was not a lot of resources surrounding you, Elizabeth, what's so incredible. And I want to encourage you before we go to break, ladies, what is so incredible is that we can be in a hard place. We can be in a tough place. We can be in a place that is challenging. But look at what the Lord can do. Elizabeth, had you not gone through those things and caregiving, the struggles and, and some of the hardships, um, nothing that he is doing right now today with Happy Healthy Caregiver um, would be happening. So God always has a plan. He is such a good father. Listen, thank you so much for being on the show today. If you are tuning in on Faith Talk, I invite you to join the live produce show every Tuesday at 12 noon. Um, we do a live Q&A. I would love to have you participate in that. If not, um, make sure that you come back and find Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries on all major podcast platforms. We'll be back after break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. 
This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to Ladies Who Love Christ. My name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I'm founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and we are just thrilled to have you tuning in today. Whether you're here live as we live produce our show on Tuesdays, or you're tuning in on Faith Talk, we love our Faith Talk Atlanta audience. I'm just grateful to have you here. So November is National Family Caregiving Month, and I've asked my dear friend, um, she's also a sponsor of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries and founder of Happy Healthy Caregiver, Elizabeth Miller. I've asked her to be on the show today so that we can chat about health, uh, family um, caregiving and, and um, happy, healthy caregiving. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the community she's created. So before the break, we were really talking about the call to care, the call to really have kindness and compassion and to care and what that looks like. Um, so Elizabeth, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. So glad to have you here. Um, so why don't we just start off by sharing um, the last scripture. I know you had another scripture you wanted to share about caregiving. Yes. Well, and it is particularly about the business that I'm creating here because, you know, it's not something that people just, oh, yeah, you're having one of these types of businesses. It was really trying to pioneer a new area that I felt like was lacking for these 53 million caregivers. And so I was I had a well-paying corporate job and for a long time thought, you know, I'll just phone it in and, and work there. But I kept having this nagging feeling inside of me, this push um, to really just stick with it. And here we are, you know, 2021 yep. years later. So the, the business first um, that I would just pray for God to help illuminate my path. And it's Proverbs three, verse five and six. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and always submit to him and we will make your path straight and we yeah. will make your path straight. So that just like helped me figure it out. Like I don't have a plan I can follow here. It's yep. I need, I need some guidance. And you know, what's so amazing about that is, is lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And that's what we were talking about before break. When I said to you, you know, in the beginning of your family caregiving journey, um, you were caring for your parents, you were caring for your brother, you, you were in the sandwich generation, you were caring for your children um, who were still in the house, you know, at the time, you had a lot of demands and there wasn't a lot of resources there. And this is what I love. And this is why I wanted you to be on because you, you know, even through the, the storm, right? Even through the, the difficult times, the Lord used those things, Elizabeth, to really bring about happy, healthy caregiver and this rich community that um, you have done a great job. I mean, there are a lot of people that feel alone in the fight that no longer feel alone because you have this um, resource and this this community. Really, it's a community that you've given them. Um, so I love I love that, and I'm I'm so proud of you. You know, James two verses fourteen through seventeen. It says a lot about our actions. It says, "What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith? Right? We claim to have faith, but there's no deeds." Can, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes or food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, stay well fed, but you do nothing about it, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself um, that is not accompanied by action is dead. And so, so it's real easy to look at somebody in a situation and be like, oh, I, you know, I, 
um, stay well and stay fed and I hope you're doing good and you turn your back and walk away. But caregiving is not that. Caregiving is giving care and it's giving care to somebody who is in need, right? And there's a scriptural call for us to be able to do that, for us to come alongside those needs. And just as I mentioned earlier in 1 Timothy 5 and 8, um, I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 5 uh, verse 8. So, so Elizabeth, this leads me to my next question. You are talking to the lady who has no clue um, what's about to come in her journey. She's caregiving. She has not been caregiving long. Um, she's new to the caregiving journey. Maybe she's just literally identified herself as, wait a second, I'm a caregiver. I, I'm caring for somebody. What are some things that you um, suggest to her? What are some words of encouragement that you have for her today? Yes, well, I, first of all, nobody's going to escape caregiving, right? We're all either going to be a caregiver or need a caregiver. And I, so you can kind of you know, see it coming potentially, or maybe it just happens in an overnight crisis. But what I would suggest is to find support before you actually are in the crisis mode and need the support. Start to reach out and figure out what's in your area. How do you do that? You can start with a Google search. You know, I know we're yep. listening not just in Atlanta, but everywhere. So you can say caregiving support in, in the name of your city is a, great, is a great way to start. You can check with your faith community. A lot of times they have Stevens Ministries. Um, you can check with the, with the organization that's related to the condition or the disease that your loved one has um, or the mobility issues and just start asking the questions. And claim your role as caregiver and know that it's yep. important to be an advocate for not only your loved one, but also yourself. You are the expert in this person that you care about. Amen. That is such a good way to say it. You are an expert in the person that you care about. You know, it's interesting um, because I um, was sort of in the crisis before I realized, wait a second, like I, you know, I'm going to be caring for my grandfather. And as a young girl, I was only in my early 20s, very, very early twenties um, uh, that that this role started for me, and it you know there wasn't a lot, especially then there wasn't a lot of support, but I certainly knew him right, and I had that heart and essentially, ladies, what this is is it's a heart of compassion, right, compassion and kindness and humility and love and and care and and that's in Galatians and the fruits of the spirit. these are the fruits of the spirit, and yes, you will be tired at times, and it will be exhausting. But we want to encourage you that you can um, plug in and you can get the help you need. And, you know, if you are a family caregiver of any sort, you've got to check out um, Elizabeth's uh, community because she's got a great, like I said, a podcast. You can tune in. Um, she's got a rich, rich digital platform. She's a great writer. So she's able to convey a lot of things. And um, she gives a lot of really practical tips. I get them in my inbox. I love them. Um, so you've got to be sure to do that. So Elizabeth, um, that leads me to my next thing. Um, what makes your resources and your community different than other resources um, that are out there right now? Well, I mean, essentially I wanted to create something that I felt like was gonna help somebody that was in my situation. And then after I transitioned care from my mom to my older sister, something that was gonna help her. So I wanted it to be very encouraging. I wanted it to be very practical and pragmatic, like you're saying. A lot of times, yeah. you know, people will um, give you a lot, you know, tell you that you need to take care of yourself or you should take care of yourself. And I hear you. However, we need the, we need the tools on how to do that. 
And so I started to really focus on what does the how look like and start trying on different things that people say, you know, makes them feel good. Well, it makes you feel good too. One of the things I tried was the Bible app in the morning, you know, where I could get a plan in place. And instead of going to my social media, I started looking at the Bible app and that was grounding me in my day. And then on my other bookend of my day, when I go to bed is saying the serenity prayer was very important. It was something I could easily just say like, look, you, you are, you know, are doing your best. So I want to kind of give people these tools and not just physical self-care, but practical, spiritual, professional, emotional. There's so many different things that wrap up in that. And um, so I want to put a smorgasbord of ideas at you because we're all different and something's going to resonate with each one of us differently. So uh, that leads me to my next thing. I plugged, you know, I love getting your information in my inbox every day. Um, How can our gals who are in this place of needing this information, needing these resources, how can they connect to get your daily um, communication? How do they do that? Best way to do it is to go to happyhealthycaregiver.com. You can join the email list there. You can get links to the different social media. I'm on I'm Happy Healthy Caregiver on both Instagram and Facebook. And then podcast is available on most, if not all, major, major sites. And so you can check okay. it out there. We've got 125 episodes for you to kind of tap into. So I would love to connect with you. We are capable. We can do hard things, but we don't need to do them alone. See, I love that. I always say we can do hard things. And you're right. We don't have to do them alone. We don't. So I am just so thankful. Um, I'm grateful to you. I'm so proud of the community that you've built and the resources. And I love that Jesus just took this really challenging time in your life. Um, It was hard. I remember it. Um, And you were in that sandwich generation where you're caring for kids, caring for your parents. And he just you know, showed up and showed off in your life and look at how he's blessing it now. So ladies, again, I want to just direct you to happyhealthycaregiver.com. Make sure you sign up for the communications. If you are a family caregiver or you know a family caregiver, because you may not be in this stage yet, but you may know somebody who is, make sure you share a happy, healthy caregiver with them. Elizabeth, I'm grateful that you were on the show today. And I do not want to let this pass without thanking our incredible sponsors. Guys, listen, we could not put out this radio program and the um, things that we're able to get out to the community without the love and support of our incredible sponsors. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, I would love for you to check out our dear friends at anypass.com for all of your exterminating needs. They are in Metro Atlanta. um, So be sure to check them out. Also, our newest sponsors at cleanjuice.com, my favorite place. If you're in Atlanta, they have locations all over the place, but especially in Atlanta, check them out. Pop by a clean juice. They have a great apple fall menu that's out. Love that. It's delicious. And last but certainly not least, our um, interviewee today, my dear friend, Elizabeth Miller of happyhealthycaregiver.com. It is November National Family Caregiving Month, so make sure you pop by, check out her rich digital platform, all of the resources, the podcast, the newsletter, everything, and know that you're not alone, ladies. You know what? Jesus is there with you, right? He's in the midst of it. Even when you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, Jesus is that light. Keep your heart focused on him. Spend time in the word of God. He will strengthen you. He will equip you. And I'm just so grateful. It was a wonderful interview today. Elizabeth, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on. I'm so proud of you. And to our Faith Talk audience, um, please find Ladies Who Love Christ on all major 
podcast platforms. We would love to connect with you. We are a 501c3 women's teaching ministry that is set on spreading the gospel around the world. So if you would like to partner with us, that means the world, and it enables us to do what we do. Um, we offer year-round Bible studies, mini teachings, podcast, radio, uh, conferences, you name it. We are set on spreading the gospel around the world. Learn more by visiting ladieswholovechrist.com. I look forward to seeing you next week. listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.